0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
1: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good.
3: Requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
6: There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. Now that's tasty. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.
5: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: You're in the mood for something delicious. Spicy. Savory
0: sound really
7: good sweet oh, I dough. the craving is real but what is it amex is here to help you find out now you can get a taste of something different reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with amex platinum hundreds of sought-after restaurants thousands of new dishes one of the many reasons you're with amex platinum visit americanexpresscom slash with platinum terms apply
8: Let's
4: get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harman.
1: All right, here it is. Honestly, it's our final Friday morning I Want Your Flex podcast of the 2021 season. Again, doesn't mean we're going away. But we're just going to join you once a week once the regular season wraps up. Get Mike Harmon on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. Find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. And Mike, that regular season wraps up this weekend. We've got two games on Saturday, a bit of a different twist. And then the other 14 games taking place on Sunday. We know a lot of leagues wrapped up in Week 17. But there still can be reason to play fantasy football in Week 18
8: plenty of ways to make it happen and certainly uh the biggest part of this is trying to figure out not only you know your formatting but also how you throw darts to figure out who's actually going to play and once they suit up will they play a full game or is this the equivalence of the old uh, Peyton Manning Queen's Wave after a series or two no matter how much everybody talks about I want to play I'm ready to play that's what I do I'm a competitor hey you want the rest of the day huff yes Please, I'd love to sit and watch a game for a while. So uh, it'll be curious to watch. But, yeah, a long, weird, twisting, winding road in a weird championship week uh, gets us to this point. Just uh, time to exhale a bit.
1: That's the other thing about this, of players playing and then maybe not playing, is – You could have examples. Let's just take the AFC East, for example, where the Patriots need the Bills to lose. If you were to play at a daily fantasy league and you're saying, oh, the Patriots need to win this game. Well, if the Bills are up 28 to nothing on the Jets, there's no reason for any of the Patriots stars to continue to play in that game. I, I would I would try to load up on Raiders and Chargers if I could yeah. for you know for because you know that game is going to mean something and try to find the meaning in that one. Maybe even for a San Francisco team that's trying to make the playoffs, the Saints team that's trying to make the playoffs, those sort of things happen. But if you're in the playoffs like New England is and you need some help to get in, maybe it's not the smartest way to line up guys just because if the other team isn't doing what they're supposed to do and, and not helping you, then you could be left out in the cold
8: yeah if you're not being helped with seeding then then certainly uh scoreboard watching as much as folks will say no we're there and we're going to play our 60 let's call what it is i mean as soon as the aspirations of bumping up a spot or two uh or or whatever the permutations are as you go through that process uh as soon as those are out the window and look like long shots then yeah it becomes a load management let's get a little bit of rest ahead of the next week right i mean you saw certainly throughout the week more of the protocol uh numbers but part of that is also all right these guys are going into protocol uh they're they they don't have a game that matters necessarily this week i mean so uh you've got that in effect where you've clinched a playoff berth and and maybe you don't see the the overall value um, uh, of moving one spot, uh, that you'd rather get guys healthy. So as much as there's tough talk, as you and I sit down to record this, a lot changes in 72 hours, and certainly once the ball even kicks off,
1: it absolutely does. If you're playing daily fantasy, or if your championship game does happen to be in week 18, Mike Harmon will have some hot plays for you. Uh, there there could be a million cold sores, I th- so I think we're just going to go with the guys that you may want to take a chance on in week 18. Also, it gives us the opportunity to say, hold on, your fantasy season is not over yet. There are ways to play fantasy throughout the playoffs. And I'm going to reiterate something that I did at this same exact time a year ago, Mike. There are different versions of fantasy games that you can play during an NFL playoff schedule. You can obviously do daily fantasy. You could try to figure out pulling a, a little normal fantasy league with a draft of the 14 teams that are in the playoffs and, and play on that way. One of the things that we do as a bit of a combo with my league is we take all of the 14 teams and you re- we require each team to be represented in your fantasy lineup. So you would have two quarterbacks, four running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends, a kicker, and a team defense. And you can only take one player from one team. For example, the Green Bay Packers. You can't have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on your team. You could have Aaron Rodgers and another quarterback from the other 13 teams, but you can't have two Packers on your team. So you have to make those decisions. It's one of the ways that, that we love to extend our fantasy season, and we've done this now for the last six or seven years, and it's been a lot of fun in the league.
8: Oh, I like that twist, certainly. No stacking involved, no, no. handcuffing, no, no nothing.
1: It also takes an opportunity, just a quick interject, of you kind of have to predict who you like that's going to advance in the playoffs. So there's not only the fantasy aspect of it, there's also, who can I get two games out of three games out of who's going to be scoring the most if I want my quarterbacks to go the longest run who are going to play in the Super Bowl that's something to figure out as well so it just adds a little different dynamic.
8: Certainly I mean you you go that route and certainly the traditional draft way uh, same thing 14 teams and and draft as you will Uh, the strategy again how many games am I going to get out of a guy or am I just looking even if they go down in a blaze of glory I can get one monster game in a shootout uh as they bow out so it's certainly uh one of those i've always advocated for the the two-week fantasy title i don't know that adding the next week uh you know to adding the week 18 and 17th game how that'll look right i want to see this play out to see what teams actually do for the 60 minutes 'Cause I'm I'm very nervous about the problem you know, that we're gonna see in many of these games I on hate, Sunday.
1: I hate week eighteen. Like I can't stand it. And and it's not not because of what it means in the division matchups that they have, is that there's no fantasy and I I I'm usually not a daily fantasy player more of the different leagues that we go about with but without your league that you've been following for the last 15 or 16 or 17 weeks like even if you're eliminated, you know that there's other games going on that you may check in. I almost feel naked in week 18. I almost get more annoyed with that than the final week of the preseason just because you're so inclined to to be playing fantasy that 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 I, that I, I just disliked it and tried to figure out different ways to to enjoy it but to me, yeah, I'm not a, not a huge fan of the old Week 18 just because of the lack of fantasy options that there
8: are. Yeah, I'm just curious, you know, again, all the tough talk and and the the competitive, like we've heard that term like nine a billion times. Yeah, we're still competing. You know, we're still going. It's like, no, you're eliminated. And, you know, you, you, you and you as the coaches, you're probably not there next year. So what exactly are we doing here? You know what? What are your motivations? What are, you know for the players? It's not like it's the bowl season where it's all right. Let's evaluate some of the young guys, but to some degree it is, and this is where the danger. Uh, it's the glory and the danger of the from the NFL scheduling side, Dan. Of you know divisional matchups all down the stretch, and I understand the final week uh, that you want to do it, but the fact that for some of these games we're having. You know the rematch of something we saw in either week 14 or 15 still just doesn't yeah. sit right with me. Uh, just that and, have more and value. I know you want to yep. wait it, but you know, having them all late if you if you're missing a player, and we'll go through you know our, our awards for the year, and there's a couple of guys that you'd say, Yeah, I really loved you, but. Kind of in the well, analysis of things. And, and it goes the same way with trying to win a divisional title of saying, hey, uh, we're, we're a playoff berths online, but you have to have you, all your guys for the final four weeks. Like, I like it spread out a little
1: I, bit. I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with that as well. And I also think that the NFL, and I think this week is the perfect example of it, they only had one option for their Sunday night game. I mean, the two playoff right. games that they wanted to pl- that they wanted on Saturday, the playoff connected games on Saturday that would have playoff implications. Really don't. I mean, the Chiefs now no longer the one seed. will need some help if they want to get back to the one seed spot. But they're playing Denver, who's already eliminated. Cowboys are in the playoffs. Eagles are in the playoffs. Cowboys have wrapped up the division. I, I I mean, there's there's not a lot to play for in those Saturday games. And it was supposed to be a marquee spot. And I think it just shows that when you have these divisional matchups, you could have randomly come up across a Chargers-Raiders win in their in with this sort of schedule. It didn't need to be two division opponents. I think that that says a lot too about how maybe the scheduling isn't working when realistically there's only one game this week that is truly a win and you're in
8: yeah try and and even then i think think about it if the uh if the unthinkable happen and look jacksonville's not winning that game but just you know out of the hypotheticals sure. that they did all right it's a kneel down fest <laughs> good night everybody that <laughs> we'll, would be we'll magnificent see you in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> that would be great i would love it it would it would it would totally top all those high school videos of people and and student sections booing because I think it's garbage as well of just sitting there running out the clock when you <laughs> don't have a shot clock in high school hoops. But that would be the uh, the equivalent. They should just keep on punting on first down. But then well, yeah, nice. the opportunity where somebody could run one back uh,
8: or get or get really yeah
1: get hurt. it blocked. Yeah,
8: <laughs> well, or get really hurt based on well hey hey we're, it, are we kind of playing this or are we not? Right, could, it could, start going half speed.
1: It could have the Madden feature where you can skip ahead, you know, when you're trying to chew clock and then the clock just goes really quickly. That's uh, what we could get. I like get. the way you think. Could get on uh, Sunday night. All right. Uh, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. Find me on Twitter, at Dan Bayer on Fox. I told you in the last podcast we are going to be handing out awards for 2021. Six categories in this podcast that we'll be handing out awards. We will do that. Uh, Let me tell you the categories, actually, quickly. Quarterback of the year, running back of the year, wide receiver of the year, tight end of the year, surprise of the year, and disappointment of the year. Those are your six categories that we will give awards out to. Uh, Mike and I will alternate on our picks on who we think could win those awards. Some may be obvious, some not as obvious as you would think. So we will get that after Mike Harmon provides us with his hot plays. There it is, some imaging for us in Week 18. We are skipping the rankings as we normally do just because listen there are guys that aren't playing joe Burrow's not going to be playing you know joe mixon's out for cincinnati against cleveland a lot of guys that are out justin fields is going to start antonio for brown's
8: not playing yeah antonio
1: brown is he's, he's not playing a game.
8: fighting uh fighting uh, cleveland scribes
1: <laughs> uh, antonio brown's playing but i'm not sure what uh exactly he is playing but all right let's get to your hot plays for week 18 of the national football league season
8: well, as you said, let's get let's go to both sides of that uh, Chargers Raiders matchup. Both quarterbacks, obviously Justin Herbert, a guy we may be uh, talking about in a little bit, but for Derek Carr, uh, some fantastic throws downfield. So he and Hunter Renfro, we give them some love um, and their proper adoration here. Taysom Hill going up against Atlanta, um, looking for him to do his magic on the ground as always. Atlanta, uh, we were questioning what they were bringing to the table. Look, record wise, they they were much different than if. You just watch the games like, wait, they're they're that close to 500. What the hell? Uh, And then (laughs) but for Taysom Hill, the opportunity uh, to make some plays. Trey Lance going up against the Rams, both as a runner. And you saw a couple of touchdown passes. It wasn't always pretty, uh, but another opportunity here. In a game where for the Rams, you know, again, going back to a lot of motivations as as you get back into the second half of games. San Francisco certainly uh, still working to to solidify things. Uh, Your guy, Russell Wilson. Why? Because we have to do it one more time. Uh, Because I'm looking for valuation. In a daily fantasy league, you're going to find a little bit of value uh, when it comes to him as well. Yeah,
1: I think it's a really good play because the game means nothing this year. And that's when uh, Russell Wilson shows up at his best. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. See, I, I laid that
8: team. one up for you. I knew the angst was there, <laughs> just below the
1: surface. Oh, the Cardinals do have something to play for, so they uh, they're going to need some. Uh, uh, well, they they're going to need a little help from the uh, from the Niners, but they have an opportunity to still win the division. So the Cardinals should be there. Seahawks, absolutely no motivation except to prevent the Jets from getting a better first round pick.
8: Looking looking to uh, the Jets. Uh, the, let's not even Jamal Adams. Uh I I, I can't even go there because uh, I live it every night. With Jason Smith. All right, Dante Foreman <laughs> going up against Houston. Uh, we give him a nod here. Uh, we look at DeAndre Swift still trying to finish out his year strong. His buddy Amon Ra St. Brown, who's one of the great stories of the year, one of the great stat lines, a guy who's greatly outperformed draft prognostication both in terms of fantasy drafts and certainly uh, coming into the National Football League. Devin Singletary's he got an opportunity to go run wild against the New York Football Jets. I didn't even need to say Josh Allen. I said he would be the number one quarterback in fantasy football and damn it he was. Uh, And then we look at guys a little bit deeper uh, in the wide receiver position. Why? Because that's where it's going to be a little bit more fun. Because when you talk about Green Bay, well... I don't know how much you see Devonta Adams. So, why don't we look at Alan Lazard? Why don't we look at maybe uh, Valdez Scantling as a, as a little bit of a deeper play in, in that game? Maybe uh, go to Braxton Berrios in that game against Buffalo. Mm. Why? Because they're going to be chasing. Yeah. They're going to be chasing. And red zone, uh, he's shown an ability to make some plays. I, I think he's... a. He's fascinating. They actually have a couple of playmakers with the Jets that intrigue me. Now it's a matter of, well, how do you bring Wilson along? He was really good at cutting down his turnovers second half of the year, and Michael Carter looks like he could be special at the running back position. Uh, But this is not New York Jets radio. This is Berrios in your fantasy lineup uh, along the way. Uh, And if we want to dig a little deeper, then, yeah, Brashad Perriman, Tyler Johnson, Maybe uh, last week's hero uh, for Tampa can find a little bit of love once again. You know, I mean, there's just some some madness here in in week 18, and I just got my popcorn ready at this point, Dan.
1: Uh, I'm glad you mentioned food because how Braxton Berrios doesn't have a cereal called Berrios? I have no idea. Well, yeah, it would be like a Cheerios combination with berries. You know, whether it be raspberries and blueberries, however you want to do it, strawberry, I that would be that would be the marketing thing that I would do. Uh, Berrios, and it it fits so well. With with just the cereal brand, I think that that's what Braxton Barrios needs to uh, to get working on this. Well, off-season. what's the
8: company that did all the fluty flakes and everything else? many yeah, are they now? Right?
1: Flutie flakes. That's right. Good reference.
8: Right, and so many of those other novelty. You know, some of them had some great charitable ties to them. Uh, I really wish I had some of those. You know, just flattened boxes laying around. <laughs> I used to have all the Walter Payton Wheaties ones. I think my uh, I think my brothers may still have those back in chicago some of those and some of the jordans but uh that's neither here nor there but now i want cereal i haven't had breakfast cereal in a while
1: i liked a lot of cereals when i was when i was younger i mean i was a fan of honey smacks was a fan of apple jacks a
4: fan of uh, frosted flakes uh both the witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: Cocoa and the fruity pebbles, uh, Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms, going down the list. I also was a fan of blueberry, and blueberry kind of like disappeared for a while, but then yeah. blueberry came back, and I was so excited to have blueberry. And then I had a bowl and could not believe that I had ate that crap when I was eight or nine <laughs> years old. It was like like I've I've eaten Lucky Charms, I've eaten again Honey Smacks, I've eaten Frosted Flakes, Captain Crunch, forty years. I Booberry did not make the transition from childhood to adulthood. I and I did not then want to try Count Chocula or Frankenberry, which by the way weren't even my favorites. I was a Booberry kid, but Booberry did not make the transition to adulthood for me.
8: Interesting. I've I've not had Booberry in a while. I do know that there was a pretty big deal. Um, you know, the little Funko vinyl figures that they make. Mm -hmm. At one point they did all those characters, and now they're vaulted and those pieces are worth like three, four hundred bucks a piece. Huh. Wish I'd bought some of those celebrating my uh, cereal well, ingestion bo- of my uh, a box challenge. of
1: blueberry should be about three or four cents because I was disappointed. <laughs> blueberry makers need to uh, to get on their game. I, I would I, I'm not going to give them a an award for worst cereal. It just did not transition. It just did not transition for me, and uh, I was disappointed in blueberry. But maybe there are better things coming up in 2022, the year of the boo. I'm always upgrading my car, not because I need
6: to, because I want to. Today, it's custom rims for my ride. Tomorrow, it might be a new driver's side seat cushion. And ebaymotors.com always has what I need. They've got over 122 million car parts, all at the right price. That's perfect for me, because I'm a car guy.
7: Are you still in the garage? It's 2 in the morning.
6: Uh, almost done. Okay, I'm a car fanatic. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage, you'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just
1: a click away at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. All right, let's look back at 2021. The regular season is here. Mike Harmon, we are going to hand out our awards. Here again are the categories. Categories. Quarterback of the year, running back of the year, wide receiver of the year, tight end of the year, surprise of the year, and disappointment of the year. Not only did we have this earlier, Mike. Hot plays. We now have this. We actually have a drum roll for announcing our awards. Yes, how about that? We've increased the budget here in 2022 on I Want Your Flex. We have taken all of our resources and poured it into a drum roll. All right, Mike Carmen, I will give you the floor. Your quarterback of the year for the 2021 fantasy football season is?
8: So hard. Because even with the shutout, Tom Brady, average draft position of ninth. Or 10th, depending on your site, finish second.
1: And your winner, so it's Tom Brady? Is that? Let's try this again. Hey, let's try this
8: again. Your quarterback of the year for 2021 is Tom Brady. There it is. Oh. I was trying to do my best, big voice guy. No, it kind of—it was one of those. As you as you're going through, you're like looking at average draft position, you're looking at weekly output, and, and trying to, to find it with Brady. Even though we had that that shutout game, uh, that might might have torpedoed a bunch of folks out of the playoffs, uh, frankly. But you're still looking at a guy finished number two overall, uh, at least by my accounting yeah. and, and different sites, uh, it, behind Josh Allen. And just week to week, even with the cast of characters constantly changing, that you got to just a a ridiculous point total. Now, there were some uh, valleys over the course of the season, uh, but he still showed up every week, which we couldn't say for everybody else that would have been drafted in the, in that QB 1 category.
1: That is a big factor for me, is not laying an egg. And In the MVP pyramid that I had out in Week 17, I know that Josh Allen's game against the Falcons wasn't pretty in throwing three interceptions. We've also talked about the Bills wide receivers when it comes to Josh Allen receptions, but they also were playing in a snowstorm, basically, against the Falcons. Conditions mm-hmm. weren't right, and yet he still ran for 80 yards, had two touchdowns. To your point about producing every game, Allen scored a touchdown in every game, whether it be passing or rushing, in every game except one. So, with him, for me, Josh Allen is the quarterback of the year for 2021. So It's funny
8: because I also had Justin Herbert sitting there, mm-hmm. you know, start thinking about the, the largesse of his numbers o- over the course of the season. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, was it was a pretty crazy year because you also look at and to get into just the football analysis other than Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers everybody was back into the double digit interceptions it was like we were in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. again just put the ball in play Make something happen downfield.
1: I don't think that there's a way that you could put Kyler Murray, considering he missed the the three games Mm -hmm. that he did. Lamar Jackson's up and down season, and then his missed games obviously didn't put him into consideration. Joe Burrow's late push, uh, maybe so. But uh, you like Brady, I like Allen. I had it the other way, Brady 2, Allen 1. You have Brady 1 and Allen 2. I think we're going to agree on this one, but your running back of the year for 2021 is...
8: Austin Eckler. What? Yeah. Oh, Austin
1: Eckler is your, is this like the surprise where they accidentally announced the wrong winner or it is Austin
8: Eckler? Well, it was Austin Eckler, again, taking into it. I'm, I'm Hub So I, I, he's a jerk. And no, look, I, obviously, uh, well, the other guy that I am no, you're going to name. I, I just look at it. I mean, Eckler was the 11th running back drafted on average. Sure. So and finished second. To I'm sure your running back of the year, so I'm going a little different than the.
1: Well, if you're talking about Rashad Penny, you're spot on.
8: Well, yeah. he look, he gave you two or three really good games, <laughs> he did, and you've been waiting on him. For you could have got him for a penny. you, those-
1: <laughs> you could have got him for a penny in an auction draft at the start of the year, which is the great thing.
8: Well, that's damn right. Uh, but yeah, so looking at what Austin Eckler was, and again, availability. You know, he did he did miss a game. Uh, in the in in the crunch time. So like that's the hard part. It, but looking at the overall body of work uh for him based on where you would have been able to set up your team is how I came to him as my running back MVP.
1: Yeah, Jonathan Taylor uh running back of the year sure. for me. I'm just when you when you see what he's done over the last uh 13 games of the season because he got off to a bit of a slow start as the Colts did, but it's why he's in the conversation. 18 touchdowns on the ground, two receiving. I even think that Derrick Henry could get some consideration considering on where he stands and what he did early on. See,
8: that's but, one of my uh, surprises of the year that at the running back position, he's still fifteenth and he played half a season. Yeah. It's crazy. Right? It's, a- <laughs> it's how it is. But yeah, Taylor Taylor, I mean, just is so a match. where's he at on the pyramid this week
1: uh jonathan taylor is fourth on the pyramid uh-huh, yes I see. yes he is fourth he dropped the spot uh maybe because of a guy that we could name right now all right our wide receiver of the year for
8: 2021 my
1: carmen yours is
8: on average either uh 17th or 19th depending on where you're looking uh wide receiver drafted that's cooper cup has 80, to be 80 points in PPR leagues, uh, uh, eighty points better than Devonte Adams, who was number two. I mean, think about that, eighty points. The,
1: the cup stuff. When you saw the Rams down, like he is, he is such an important part of them winning. But even when they were losing, and they were losing in games, he still got his. Like mm-hmm. the, because they would just continuously constantly go to him. I, I'd love to make an an argument for someone else. I was going to make an argument for my guy, Debo Samuel, but that's just for the... The only reason I call him my guy is because I put him on the pyramid for uh, four weeks on end because I think what he's done this season in toggling between the wide receiver and running back position has been pretty amazing, but
4: yeah, Coop's the no-brainer.
1: Well, it's funny. Coop's the no-
4: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other
8: Debo was the guy that I also wrote down. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was drafted as a back end number three on average finishes third amongst uh, wide receivers and PPR scoring 1600 total yards, the 13 total touchdowns. And it's funny just uh, to circle back to the running backs for a second, right? Taylor and Eckler are are ahead above every uh, of others, but talking about how injuries beset the position and kind of, changed the fantasy landscape. I mean, you still had Leonard Fournette and James Conner because they weren't available during the playoffs. It's hard to hard yeah. to put them in, but they were both drafted. I mean, they were th- uh, ranked 33rd and 34th respectively and both finished in the top 8 for fantasy purposes and despite missing a ton of time.
1: You may hear one of those names later on Ooh. in this uh in this podcast. All right, let's get to the tight end of the year. There are more candidates than people, I think, uh, would have thought at the start of the year. You're end under the year for 2021, my Carmen is.
8: Well, I, I can go with the chalk of Mark Andrews, but you know what? I'm not going to. Oh, all right. Because I'm going to go with a guy that you probably picked up on waivers and then said, all right, let's go. Uh, and that's Dalton Schultz. <laughs> who finishes as a top five, drafted as the 33rd tight end off the board. 75 catches, 787 yards, including 22 catches for 203 yards and two scores in the fantasy playoffs.
1: He wasn't even the top Cowboy tight end. I drafted Blake Jarwin in league. No, but that's
8: it. He was supposed to be the guy coming off yeah. injury.
1: Yeah, that was a that was that was a miss by me. But where's the thing. epic fail button? I was because
8: I, I did the same. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I liked Schultz, but uh, it was clear that at least at the outset of things that they wanted Jarwin to be the guy, and unfortunately, he can't stay on the field.
1: I did pick up Dalton Schultz uh, at one point and then traded him for a draft pick. So a little ah, Barry ah, Horowitz pat on the back to myself. Uh, I did have Mark Andrews as the uh, tight end of the year. Came up big as well over this last stretch, and as you're you're moving into the playoffs, title game, six catches, eighty nine yards. But in the three games leading up to that, had the three contests of over a hundred yards, had four touchdowns over those three games. And Mark Andrews, your leading uh, receiver uh, so far for tight ends in 2021, and likely to finish that out, distancing Travis Kelsey.
8: You know, he set a Ravens uh, receiving record this year. With his yardage total, Jeez. so think about that. That says for a second. lot. Yeah, it
1: says a lot too of being I mean, about the Ravens' receiving history. Of what? Of
5: what well, they I get have to put there.
8: them in with the Bears, where receivers go to die.
5: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: With Amex Platinum, once-in-a-lifetime perks happen all the time. The high-end airport lounges that make layovers enjoyable. The dining perks that open doors to new restaurants. The 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties with elevated benefits. Like late checkout, because vacations should never end early. With the Platinum Card, experience once in a lifetime, all the time. Just some of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply. Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express. Craving inspiration for next year's beach trip? With Amex Platinum, it's never too soon to start thinking about your next vacation. With over 1,200 fine hotels and resorts properties to choose from, and more perks to make your stay even better, the daydreaming never stops. Oh, where were we? Ah, travel perks. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit americanexpress.com slash with platinum. Terms apply.
5: Support for this podcast in the following message comes from American Express.
7: You're in the mood for something delicious. Spicy. Savory. Sweet. The craving is real, but what is it? Amex is here to help you find out. Now you can get a taste of something different. Reserve exclusive tables at some of the best places in town with Amex Platinum. Hundreds of sought-after restaurants. Thousands of new dishes. One of the many reasons you're with Amex Platinum. Visit AmericanExpress.com slash with Platinum. Terms apply.
1: Our surprise of the year for 2021. We could go a lot of different ways with this one. Mike Harmon, your surprise of this past season was?
8: Carson Wentz finished as a QB1. Wow.
1: How about that?
8: Congratulations, Carson <laughs> Good for Wentz. Him. I had no faith. No faith. Plenty of uh, evidence on Fox Sports Radio. I, I still don't trust him in the playoffs, but that's a whole other thing. I
1: had faith in Carson Wentz, but not in the fantasy terms. Like I thought that he was going to be fine for the Colts. I didn't think that he would put up fantasy numbers for the Colts like he did. But in the general idea of football, I like Carson Wentz, but I never would have thought he would have been a QB1.
8: Yeah, that was pretty amazing to me. Uh, if I can add one other. Yeah, was, go ahead. You, you mentioned with Josh Allen, uh, the fact that Stephon Diggs was seventh among wide receivers in PPR leagues, because it never seemed like he had monster games.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's Finishes very
8: 94, yeah. over 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns, fantastic season. But it always seemed like when there was a highlight, it was Dawson Knox. Or Gabriel, Gabriel Davis, Davis, or yep. somebody else was making a big play, yet there it was slow and steady Stephon Diggs getting it done.
1: My surprise of the year, number one is Cordero Patterson just oh, yeah, to take sure. on the role that he did with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, over 1,100 yards from scrimmage, 11 touchdowns this year. They don't have Calvin Ridley. Took Kyle Pitts a while to get going. And and Pitts' season is, is unique as well because a lot was made about him uh, going over 1,000 yards. But if you had Kyle Pitts in fantasy, I don't know if you're saying that it was a successful year considering the lack of uh, touchdown production. They were so much riding on the shoulders of Cordero Patterson that he is my surprise of the year. The runner-up, actually, goes to leonard fournette who you mentioned i did not believe in leonard fournette i know the buccaneers had their run last year but i didn't believe in him then to have 1266 yards from scrimmage 10 touchdowns the season leonard fournette would win the silver in my surprise of the year but cordero patterson gets the number one spot
8: there you go and and i i think i would circle back to connor a little bit too we had no idea what to expect when he went to arizona right and you know you could throw up hunter renfro you can uh, Jalen Waddle, because there was no no idea that there'd be great success now we, we can get into yardage versus number of receptions and and all but in for fantasy it doesn't matter mm-hmm. right you're not worried about that it's the all right what does it add up to for your total so he finishes 15th uh, in PPR leagues uh, coming out of week 17 pretty uh, pretty amazing uh, but yeah James Conner coming out of last year in Pittsburgh. is like, all right, they picked him up. What does that mean? And he was just an absolute battering ram, unfortunately. Uh, Missed some games and and some crucial time down the stretch.
1: Most shows like to end on a high note. We will end on a low note. Mike Harmon, our last category for our Fantasy Awards of
8: 2021. Disappointment of the year for you is? Uh, I've got like 13 names written down. (laughs) Uh Well, my wife me, has
1: one. It's me. No, I'm kidding.
8: No. Well, wow. Look at that. <laughs> Do, well, that, you want to you talk that out a little bit as we go? Uh, for me, and, and part of it is injury, but overall, just didn't get it done. AJ Brown. I had oh, jeez, you stole mine. That was did, my. Did mind, I? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's I didn't mean right. to jump. No, just because I, I was so bullish on him coming into the year, I had him as a top five, and I got some blowback for it as we were first I, releasing the podcast. I'll and tell everything.
1: you what. I will give you the numbers that I wrote. and then I will cede the rest of my time to your other disappointments A.J. Brown had 433 yards receiving in three games this year so his top three games he had 433 yards in the other nine he had 368 That is is awful, and you consider his lack of availability. So he, he may have had three great games for you, but you were likely continually waiting for him to perform and likely gave you a bunch of bad weeks. Also, just looking at how he and Tannehill connected or didn't connect, Targeted 99 times this year and only has 59 receptions. That's Claypool-esque with Ben Roethlisberger. Like that's how bad it was for AJ Brown this year. To me, an enormous disappointment. Uh, So I agree with you in that disappointment of the year, AJ Brown of the Titans.
8: Because it's funny, because well, Claypool was on my list. (laughs) There it is, one of the twelve with his one 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 of the Baker's dozen. One, with his one touchdown, I know you didn't like Mike Davis, but he was still drafted as a starter. Yeah, uh, and we talked about that's what a that's a them
1: problem. In. If you drafted him, yeah, no, you got sure. what you deserved.
8: Certainly in Chicago, Allen Robinson, while he missed time due to injury, there was just a lot of disconnect. He was drafted as a back end WR one uh, in a lot of leagues. Uh, we talked about Lamar and Kyler in terms of availability, but that you know, you it's kind of the. The deal with the devil you make if you're drafting a guy whose game is going to be predicated on does he get, take that extra hit or not, and what what is the you know build-up mm-hmm. effect? Now Lamar went down after what was a pretty shoddy, ridiculous kind of tackle uh, and illegal, I think in in by the letter of the law uh, is what took him out the first time. Uh, And then Kyler obviously missing all that time. But I I would be remiss if we didn't at least mention Saquon Barkley. Yep. Right. I I wasn't on him. Like, that was not a guy I was going to invest in. But his only 100-yard game came this last week against the Bears in a 29-3 defeat. (laughs) And at that point, who was playing him? Yeah, I, I, I mean maybe as a flex, just saying. All right, he's going to get twelve to fifteen touches. So okay, that was his only game this year, Dan, with twenty or more rushes.
1: They played a lot of. Well, they ran the ball every play. It seemed like at the end of the year, just running him and Devontae Booker into the ground. What a way for Joe Judge to leave town. Be I mean, like, not only, not only are we going to uh, to continue to play Saquon Barkley, we're going to continue to run him for you, New Joe coach.
8: Judge. Yeah,
1: good for you. I did have Christian McCaffrey written down, but. I mean, A, number one, it's become repetition that we, we are seemingly doing that. Yeah. But also, he was hurt enough where you weren't even playing him, so it was just more of like a bad pick than actually being disappointed.
8: No, that's it, right? You, you rolled the dice coming in, and certainly at the as you got into draft day, and, and you and I going back, it's like, you know, a lot of folks were still bullish, thinking he'd get through. It's like, ah, uh, okay, draft him, but give me Derrick Henry, and unfortunately – you know he loses after a half a season, and then we knew Taylor behind that offensive line would be strong. He was a little underdrafted, so uh, kudos to those that that had him fall into their laps towards the back end of the first round, uh, and then just rode that as far as they could. And hopefully he didn't trade him after week two or week three, when things looked broken in Indianapolis. But yeah, we could do the airing of the grievances for another. 24 hours, I'm sure.
1: Well, I will tell the listeners of the I Want Your Flex podcast that, again, a new episode will come up Tuesday morning. And again, after this episode, we'll be doing these once a week, so there'll be a new episode every week. But Mike, myself, and our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, will also be doing a 2022 draft over a series of episodes. So We'll do a first round, we'll do a second round of how we would draft if you were to have your draft in the summer of 2022 in advance of that season as well. We want the rookies involved, but uh, that's okay. I don't know how many rookies we'd be taking early Maybe one or two here or there, but we will be doing that coming up in our future broadcast. Plus, looking back at the regular season and also all of the NFL and playoff uh, matchups. Anybody else you want to throw in the disappointment category before we wrap this up?
8: Ryan Pace. Um, <laughs> well, Bear, we could Bears name it the for Ryan stringing Pace me Out for a Long Time <laughs> Disappointment
1: of the Year Award. We could just name it after him.
8: Get him on. No, I, I got an invitation to do a podcast in Chicago early next week, so I will be tweeting the hell out of that link because I guarantee you it'll be fire. I don't think I'll call anybody a jerk or a bum, uh, but we we may find some new words to mix therein.
1: Get Mike on Twitter at swollen dome. Find me Dan Byer on Twitter at dan byer on Fox. And again, hope you can enjoy a nice bowl of Berrios when we talk to you again next week as the playoffs are set. This has been I Want Your Flex. We just can't seem to catch a break, huh?
4: So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through. And now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this, flood
1: insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest
4: assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires.
7: Hey, singles, do you feel like a tourist
2: in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work so you have all the fun on your schedule. Visit places you didn't even know were places and get to know the fellow singles you didn't know you needed in your life. Fall in love with your hometown all over again by joining events and adventures. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today. That's eventsandadventures.com.
4: They say, if you love something to set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Here at LifeLock, we have to say, What a load of bull hockey! All those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try and set it free? That's crazy talk! The truth is, it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. But with LifeLock by Norton, it's easy to help protect yourself. We help monitor your info and alert you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com aware. That's lifelock.com aware for 25% off. Lifelock. Identity theft protection starts here. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.